Welcome to episode two of the Terminal Velocity Podcast, the highlight of the night. I'm Daniel Torch, and this is Jeremiah Zachariah. You guys can't tell, but I am using my hands a lot, as if you can see me. He can't see me. He's too sexy. You use your hands a lot when you're talking to me on Messenger and stuff. (laughs) And you point over there. Yeah, it's over there. I'm very, uh, very, uh, what's it called? Uh, Charismatic. Sure. (laughs) What'd you call me? (laughs) (laughs) So... Last time, which was the first time, we uh, talked a little bit about our background about getting into wrestling, uh, how we became fans, uh, which all led up to how we met each other through a good buddy, Judas. Um, But before we get to today's subject, something I was thinking about earlier today on my drive home from work. Did you ever have dreams of being a wrestler? Was that like a thing where you were like, man, I want to be a wrestler. Because for me, it just kind of happened. Like, I mean, obviously, like, obviously I was like, oh, you know, when I was younger, junior high or whatever, and I was like, oh, if I was a wrestler, I'd do this or that. But I never was like, this is something I got to do. How about you? You know what? I got so into wrestling. One of the things that really sticks out at me was when Steve Austin – I think he turned on a WWE and switched sides to WCW. Yeah, the Alliance. Yeah, and I was upset. And at that point, I'd already been, like, dabbling in wrestling. And, no, it it wasn't something I always wanted to do. But once I started watching it and do not try this at home, and what did I do? I tried it at home. And, oh, my God, it was so much fun. And. And then from then on, it's like, okay, I, I need to do something with this. And, you know, it's the type of thing where your parents are like, you'll grow out of it one day. It's just a phase. Give it a couple of years. And and I've been messing around with wrestling since I was like 13, I want to say. So it, it wasn't a phase, Mom. wasn't a phase, Dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because for me, because for me, like, I mean, like I said, I would – wrestle with my brother and my sisters or whatever get on the trampoline but i can't i never was like uh this is something i gotta do and i gotta find a school i just like i said i knew my buddy and he knew a guy with the ring and then he then i met these other guys and then a guy knew you and then i met you and then we knew we end up getting in with a a real ring and then here i am and that's not to say i don't love doing this and I don't have passion for it and it's not something I want to do I look forward to it every single weekend uh well when I could and now that things are picking back up I'm getting really excited for it again but like I never had that point in my life where I was like I need to be a wrestler because I honestly didn't know how to go about doing that and also I am only this big (laughs) if you put it that way like I don't think there was ever a point where I was like, I need to go to school and legitimately learn how to do this stuff. But I did get to a point where I was building wrestling, wrestling rings and I was uh, choreographing matches. Like I, I got to that point. So that's why I say like, I've, I I kind of got to the point where I was like, yeah, this is something I want to do. 
but did I go as far as like researching schools to wrestle in? No, I didn't. I didn't go that far, but it, it was yeah, a hobby at that point, I guess you would say. Yeah, because you hear a lot of people like, oh, I saw this match and I knew I need to figure this out. I need to do this and I need to train. And like, I just kind of tripped and fell into it. You know, like I'm still a huge fan, but I also love wrestling. Like, yeah, actually, actually I wouldn't it. have gotten as far as I did if if I didn't go to that Newman show. Like, I, I didn't know. I, I, I'm kind of like you. I didn't know anything about the indies. Like, I, I might have heard about ROH, but I, I didn't really put two and two together about what that really was. I thought it was just like a, a special thing. I didn't know there were hundreds of indie companies out there. I, I, did, I didn't have a clue about that. So I, I went to the show. I, ju I just wanted to take a bump in a real ring. I wanted to see what it felt like. And, you know, from there, it just kind of took off until um, it didn't anymore for me. But we'll get to that. Yeah, I didn't know anything about uh, indie wrestling either until um, when I was out there in, in Newman. And I actually, uh, uh, I guess I owe some of this to our good buddy Judas because him and and Toxic, Don, our, our buddy Donovan, we're talking about Jeff Hardy's debut at Ring of Honor and how he was booed out of the building. And I'm like, what oh, is, remember what that. Is, what is this Ring of Honor? And so I started having, what, is, what is, and they were telling me. And so Judas had, his, you know, he would buy the DVDs and, um, you know, he started like, them. And I was like, oh, crap, this is some good stuff. You know, uh, Alex Shelley and AJ Styles and and guys like that, you know, Jimmy Rave, and you're seeing uh, Low Key and Amazing Red, and you know, ROH was, oh my God, a whole nother level of wrestling, like stuff I'd never seen or never even dreamed of seeing. Right, and that's that's kind of what. Where here's a segue alert. That's what we did when we go. I go to your house, watch some Ring of Honor, go in that ring and try out that spot. And here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> right? So, so yeah. I don't, I don't know how long we did this for. Dude, this so was... I had a semi-legit ring in the backyard. I, I believe I briefly went over it in the first one. But basically, I went to a whole bunch of hotels, collected a bunch of mattresses, uh, got some uh, really strong posts, concreted them into the ground, got the turnbuckles, um, you know, the wire. Everything like the whole nine, it was a legit ring. I mean, it was you know concrete in place, but yeah, fully functional, it was fully functional, except it was mattresses to land on, yeah, so which was perfect. Because if you're trying to learn how to wrestle, what better? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're watching ROH, so our, our mind and, and we're not trained, obviously, so our minds are just going crazy with like the endless possibilities or. The what if possibilities. We can go in that ring and try the what if. If we land in right. our head, I, hey, we get right back up. I want to learn a moonsault. Guess what? What's the perfect place? I could climb up those ropes and I can moonsault all night, which I all think right. I did. I mean, right. I just close your I, eyes when you can because you'll get dirt in them. <laughs> yeah, remember that time I was trying to learn a drop kick and I was drop kicking that top turnbuckle for like four hours straight. I was yeah. like, man, I'm just not getting the flip out of this that I want. Like, I know I could get a flip out of this. And I was just yeah, trying to throw drop kicks. <laughs> and if you're trying that in the ring, you would have gave up after, I don't know, five, six tries. Because you would have right. been like, hey, this hurts my shoulder. I keep landing yeah, wrong. My, shoulder, my ribs hurt. 
<laughs> but yeah, we'd watch some some of that stuff that the you know Ring of Honor style. We'd go out and try. Hey, you know, let's lock up and then I'll take your you off and then head scissor and put you on your feet. And then throw a clothesline and then duck under it and slide out here. Then jump up on my shoulders and then go for the victory roll and then come back. and we're man, I I can't even think of that stuff now. We were out there doing that for hours. Yeah, and that that's at that time when you were like, oh, I can't come train because, you know, I, I don't have gas money. And I'm like, dude, just get in your car and come over. So yeah. I, I can't remember what days we train, if it was like a Wednesday and also part of the weekend or if it was just a weekend. But I, I feel like it was during the week and also the weekend. Week. We do two or three days. Yeah. And <laughs> that just popped into my head. Remember you had that oh. boom box? And I, just oh, God. Up. We left it on that brick wall for yep. years, and it in worked. The, in, in the rain, we just dumped the water out of it, plug it in, and it turned right on. Oh, that was good stuff. I don't Best know. Best in the world. Yeah, that was, that was good stuff. Uh, but yeah, it'd be, uh, you and me and Judas would come down, and then uh, that's when he was like, hey, guys, um, this guy's up in San Jose, and uh, they want me to come up and wrestle for him, and I told him, you know, I could get you guys on the show and say, so if you guys want to come up and, and wrestle on this show, they've got a real ring, you know, if you, and we were like, heck yeah, let's go up there. Um, so we got up there with Judas. I think at that time it was just you, me and Judas. And then he, I think so. I'm pretty sure that, he, I want to say he still had that yellow bug because I, yeah. I can't picture him in anything else. Honestly, yeah, even that, now that yellow bug. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have it anymore, but, I can't picture him in anything, anything else. <laughs> right? Um, so we go up there, and we go up to San Jose, and that's the, the UGWA. You know, we meet Slash, um, the Jersey Devil, who i pretty sure I'd met out there in Newman before, which means I'd probably met Slash then as well. Um, you know, and uh, I think Lockjaw was up there already. And... Uh, I don't know, hand, Assassin, Anarchist, Creeper. For some of you UGWA originals, you'll recognize those names and be like, oh, snap, they got a name. Yeah. Um, this, this was like a whole new experience for me. Like, I, At that time, I'd only wrestled in front of like, I think at one point in that ring, I, I put on a wrestling show in, wow, I had that ring for a while. So, Senior year in high school i believe no i don't know at one point I, I put on a wrestling show for my video editing class and so i had a couple people come over and film i had one person ref and i think it was me and my buddy rolando we did a match or maybe yeah, me and my buddy joseph well we had a match and you, you know they did different camera angles and i you know i edited all that different camera angles and everything but up until that point, I'd only wrestled in front of, at the most, two, three people at a time. To be fair, at the UGWA, <laughs> there wasn't more than two or three people watching. <laughs> well, I, I mean, in the comfort of my own backyard, yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> Hey, but and... let me tell you, let me tell you, there's no bigger critic than wrestling in front of people that wrestle. I right? mean, the audience, the audience is kind of like, oh, yeah, this is cool. You wrestle in front of other wrestlers, they're going to tell you everything you did right, everything you did wrong, and if you did something good, you'll know in that match. 
Oh, trust me, I'm like the worst person to watch live wrestling with. Because <laughs> I'm just going to lean over and I'm just going to critique it to you whether you want to hear it or not. You just got to tell me, dude, I don't care. And I'll go, all right, my bad. But other than that, I'll just go, ooh, oof. A lot of oofs. <laughs> you're, like, you're like one of those people you, you're trying to watch wrestling with someone that's not a wrestling fan. Hey, you know this stuff's fake, right? You know, actually, actually, you know, no, no. Uh, if you're not really a wrestling fan, I probably won't say it to you. But if you're like another wrestler or like a wrestling fan, then I'll probably lean over and be like, ooh, that didn't make much sense right there or something like that. But, uh, you know, I guess if you are also a wrestling student, maybe it is good to listen to me because I'll go, don't do it like that. <laughs> well, real quick before before we head into the UGWA thing, um, I wanted to elaborate a little bit more on our practices. So th- these practices, they weren't just like an hour or two. They were four, five, six hours. You know, they go from, you know, when the sun's up, and then all of a sudden it's midnight. And we're like, oh, uh, we better stop because we're probably being really loud. Right, yeah, because I got so, off work <laughs> at like 6 or 7 o'clock at that time, and I was five minutes away, so I just go straight down there. Wham, changing some practice clothes. Yeah. Then and, be like 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Oh, I go home. We'd go in there and we'd go to town, and eventually I was like, hey, why don't we just start recording everything we're doing? So we would record certain moves or we'd put on a little match or yeah, stuff we're trying to learn and we'd film it and see what we're doing right, see what we're doing wrong. That way we know because we could be doing the moves and not we could be thinking we're doing them right until we actually see them on video and we're like, oh, okay, I see what I'm doing wrong. So And then, and had, then, I, got tra- and then I got trained to realize we were doing a lot of stuff wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, to the best of our knowledge, we, we had like countless hours of wrestling and Here's here's the thing. We were back there so much, so long, and I want to say 98% of the time, it was just you and I. Yeah, so, there was a, there was a while. It was just me and you. Yeah, so one day, I go in the house, <laughs> and my dad's in his room. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. Yeah, my dad's in his room. He calls me into his room, tells me to sit down. So uh okay, he said, What the fuck are you guys doing out there? I said, We're we're wrestling. You said like, no swearing. Yeah. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> he said, No, really, what in the F are you guys doing out there? Because if you guys are doing what I think you're doing. You're, you can get the fuck out of my house right now. I don't know if he was telling me to get out. I can't remember exactly if he was telling me to get out or if he was threatening to kick my ass. It could have been both. But he straight up, straight up thought we were out there having sex for six hours a couple times a week. Straight up. He was not having it. He was pissed. He was dead serious. I said, no. You want to see our videos? We're out there wrestling. This is how we learn. <laughs> hey. You guys better not be doing what I think you're doing. You want to see our videos? <laughs> but, you know, I, I sat there and I talked to him. So, no, it's not Dad, what we're doing. Dad, I need to have a talk with you. <laughs> see, sometimes one boy meets another boy. 
Yeah, but, and I, they both share a common interest. <laughs> so when I say we were out there for hours upon hours and days upon days at a time, uh, there you go. I mean, we were out there so much. My dad thought we were doing something different. Yeah. So, and it was an eight minute. Fast ad. forward back over to Ugwa. Look at the Ugwa. Yeah. So uh, I figured maybe we'd just tell some some stories as they pop in our head but i'll give like a brief uh rundown of our time at ugwa then we could just share some stories how's that sound yeah sounds um, good so we get there and i believe we wrestled each other one-on-one the first time because yeah, you know what i want to say did. yeah i want to say every single place we've ever been to we wrestled each other and <laughs> yeah. every time everybody was like oh, holy shit yeah. so, so then uh I think I'm sure you went over with. Uh, I don't remember. What was your finish at the time? Oh, it was the uh, the all firemen's carry up into the big power bomb. That's right. So yeah, you went over with that, and then I the remember. Was, I, what, what did Judas call that? The velocity churn? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> the military press power bomb. I don't think I ever officially gave it a name. Oh, was it the military? Uh, yeah, I guess it was the military press. Yeah, the I, I set them, set the them up, up in a fisherman carry and then chucked them up and boom. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. And then I'd oh, mentioned yeah. how I had this finisher that was like a like a front flip, but also from like standing the other way. And I was like. Ah, like this is the this is what I've been because that's something I'd learned in the ring over there. Because if I landed on my head, it didn't hurt. Um, so Slash was like, "Let me see," and I said, "Okay, do you want me to land?" And Creeper was this big old fella, you know, and he was like, "Oh, I'll take it." He's like, "I'll lay." He's like, "How far do you?" So he lays down, and I get to the top of this, and I've never hit this in like the solid ring, you know. It was always just out there in the bouncy ring. So I do this flip. And, you know, like, uh, who is it that does it in, like, a 450? And they were using it. Uh, 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 Mustafa Ali was using a 450 version of it, which I was never able to do. But I just did it back into this into a regular senton splash. And I did on Creeper and hit it clean. And Slash was like, oh, crap, that's great. And then he was like, hey, what do you say you guys tag next time? And I'll put you against Anarchist and Creeper. And we're like... Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, and then so on the drive home, I remember us, um, like ah oh, man, that was not as good as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> like well, some here, of here's guys. the thing with uh, sometimes the way we were getting introduced to places, we we were being told that it was great, it was good. These guys have a ring, you know, they're legitimate, and then we get I'll there, they this. have a ring. But uh, one person's version of legitimate is a different person's version of legitimate. Somehow, Lockjaw can sell a snow cone to an Eskimo. He yes, was really yes. big on hyping to some things up. So, I mean, I mean, granted, it was a ring, and it was people wrestling with the same passion, you, you so, know, on one spot. So, I don't want anyone to think I'm knocking those guys because no, 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 they no, no. had been around, I think, ten years already. But that oh, yeah. was also their first time in a ring. They had just got the ring, too, a couple of months before. So all those guys had never really been in a ring either. You oh, know? Yeah, so it was a learning watch... experience for all of us, yeah. Yeah. 
But we had been sold on it like this is. I think it was the a legit indie, indie place you know? to go. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so anyway, so we're like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You know, we're talking, that's not a good. And then it was probably a couple months later that Judas was like, hey, you know, they're doing another show. You guys want to go back? And we were like, uh, you know what? Let's, let's give it another try. You know, we'll see. We'll see. So we go back up there and we have that match and great reception from the guys because that's the only people watching. I remember and, that match. Uh, I think that's the match. Uh, Creeper had me in an electric chair. Anarchist went for the clothesline. Boom, right down on my shoulder. Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, oh, probably. Man. Yeah. Yep. And and yeah. because they were like, oh, we're going to have you guys a tag team. And we knew it. We'd started coming up with some tag moves. So we hit a few All tag right. moves in there, too. Um, so we did that. And then Slash, after the show, was like, yeah, I've been thinking about getting some tag titles, but... You know, I think I'm going to do like a tournament and put you guys over in the tournament. You know, we're like, okay, cool. And we were pretty excited about that. Um, so we do that. And then they throw together like Mike Marquez and the Lizard is a random team who ended up being our biggest like foes. Like oh, yeah. it always came back to us against Lizard and Mike Marquez. Um, those were the best matches. Yeah. Yeah, those were fun. Those were fun. We did that descent into dark. Yeah, fun, match. fun. I, I, I was going to say they might not have been the best matches, but they were fun. Yeah, they were fun, yeah. And then, you know, uh, we uh, – yeah, man, we just kind of ran through there. We ended up going to a couple other companies. We'll probably touch on that another time. We'll focus on the Agua this time, which I'll say this about the Agua. I'm not going to say that we were the first ones to do it, but we definitely are the ones that got people to call it Agua. I don't know if anybody was calling it that before we were there, but you, me, Judas, TDO, the carpool represent the original yeah. carpool. Uh, we started calling it Agua, and then it just caught on. So people that call it the Agua, you're welcome. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it was Judas that started saying that. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was for sure Judas, but we were all collectively calling it Agua. But um, but back back to the tag titles. So we were noticing this this trend going on. People started getting really interested in their matches, and the yeah. fact that they didn't have tag titles, and he said, "Hey newbies, I'm gonna get tag titles and I'm gonna put them on you." And we're like, "What? Like newbies? Who are what? you, Doctor Cox?" <laughs> So he put the tag titles on us, and we were like, oh, man, we need yeah. a tag name. Yeah. Yeah, and... we do. <laughs> and oh, let's say this. A lot of dumb names, and this is the name we landed on. So take this as we thought this was the best out of all of them. <laughs> well, I mean – it, it was kind of us tooting our own horn too, so yeah, to speak. It, I mean, oh, oh, we, we were oh, new, and we, I mean, we were cocky. I mean, come on, yeah, we're no, new people was, in the business. Here's the tag titles. Holy shit, my head just got way bigger. Yeah, it um, was definitely so, us. It was it was in jest. That's for sure. Like it was like, yeah, we're gonna call ourselves this. So what we wanted to call ourselves the highlight of the night. 
the highlight of the night. Not the highlight, regardless if you thought because we colored our hair, it was the highlight. No, the highlight of the night. I think some people got confused and called called us the highlight of the nights or the highlights of the night. Yeah, the the highlights of the night. Like, no, no. No, no. no, no. Just, just, you know, like, like. We what? stole the show, therefore yeah. we were the highlight of yeah. the night. We were the best part, even though there was people there that were better than us. We were exciting to watch. Oh, yeah. What? We had Why? people come up to us I... like, hey, I really want to wrestle you guys. And some of them we never got a chance to wrestle. But yeah. just the fact that people were coming up to us and like, hey, I want to wrestle you. We were like, dang. Yeah. Like... Right? Uh, it's and, and we wanted the name. Were... We, we wanted the name that was like... It wasn't just like a roll off the tongue, like a, you know, forget about it kind of name. Like when people hear the highlight of the, of the night, they're like, what? Yeah. What, what do you mean the highlight of the night? Right. And because I was a huge Jeff Hardy fan, I was wrestling like an idiot. So it was, but we were like, we were excited. I'm going to throw this fancy arm drag. I'm going to do this head scissor. I'm going to jump off the top. I'm going to hit some dive outs onto this. Maybe there's a pad there. Maybe there's not. But nobody else was really doing that. So yeah, like, I'm- we were we, the we wanted the name that, that people would remember. And there it was. Whether it was ridiculous or not, people remembered it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we had some uh, – and, and the highlight of the night wrestled guys like Mike Marquez and the Lizard. Oh, <laughs> uh, we – And we teams, had... yeah, teams <laughs> like Anarchist and Creeper and teams like Lockjaw and Chris Cardenas. Taunt Lewis, I mean. Teams so, like – you guys know how WWE they used to have like these really long storylines that actually had build up to it, not just like a oh here's a tag match oh he lost okay here's the rematch oh okay that's it done we're over with we're gonna wrestle somebody else no we had a few that I'd like to say went on for the better half of a year or so maybe not that long but it it was long like. And Slash, he he's a good guy. He actually pretty much gave us creative control. Like he let us do yeah. what we wanted to do. So it was, you know, we'd have a couple. Maybe maybe you should tell it. We had a couple singles matches, and then it kind of kept escalating because you had the better memory. So let's see. If, yeah, let's see we what did. You can remember. So so we were the tournament for the tag titles was actually, I believe, supposed to come. To us against uh, Dynamite Dave and Alex Andrews. But Dave got hurt. So it ended up being us against Mike Marquez and the Lizard in the finals. So we did that. Then we'd had like a rematch. Then we'd wrestle somebody else. But it always, it had to be like a year. Then it would always come back to Marquez and the Lizard. Um, And so then it was like, hey, we're going to do this match. Um, I maybe even we suggested a two out of three falls. Um, we probably we did, some... and because a... we we you know we we started out at the bottom like you know just regular, really nothing matches, and then we we tried to get some sort of a build up, some sort of a reason yeah. why we would have different types of matches. Yeah, I'm, I and okay, this is where my memory's failing, but I believe. We dropped the titles to him in this match, and that's why we wanted it to be a big deal. I'd have to yeah, check. That my, would make sense. I'd have to check my notebook. But yeah, so we come up with uh, 
Well, we'll do uh, like a two out of three falls, but we'll do it almost like a three stages of hell kind of thing. So I think the first fall we had was going to be just regular uh, one-on-one or two-on-two tag match and then elimination style. So you're pinned, you're out of the match, right? Um, Then the second fall would be no disqualifications. And the third was Falls Count Anywhere, I believe is how that went. And about right. I know that there was tables and stuff involved. And well, I remember because um, I'm not like a hardcore guy. And uh, so anytime I'm in any sort of hardcore match, it's probably one of the lamest ones ever. And so this was one of the lamest uh, to. Slash slash ended up dubbing it Descent into Darkness. Little did he know it was not going to live up to that name. I remember we I think, had a, we had a really I think good. I deemed it Descent into Darkness because by the time the match was over, it was dark. No, I think he called it that because Slash wanted a cool name, you know, with the uh, what, like oh, yeah. Descent into Darkness sounds kind of you know he's a metal guy and all that. Yeah. Um, but the first fall, I I know for sure that I hit the lizard with a Spanish fly, which was his call and something we worked on a bunch in your ring before we did it, um, which left it two on one, some, which is backwards because why would you want the baby faces up? Anyways, um, <laughs> what is this? Uh, then um, so that came to Yumi against Marquette, and I think I feel like Mike Marquez took me out second i think we'd wrestled the show the day before so i was like i don't want to wrestle a match two days in a row uh which is the opposite of how i feel now yeah and so then it came down to you and mike marquez for the third fall even though you had wrestled the day before as well uh anyway uh and i don't recall any pinfall attempts outside the ring for the falls count anywhere portion which is why i went this did not live up to the name yeah, I, 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 I just don't recall anything about it. That's why I, you, I'm hiding your explanation. You're right. That, no, like, you're right. I think there was, like, a lizard run-in with, like, a chair or a table or something. So the no DQ part stuff. Uh, maybe I think what happened was, yeah, Marquez hit, took me out with a chair right after I hit lizard with a fly, pinned him, got creamed with the chair. Now I got pinned, and that's what left you two. And there might have been a table in there. But yeah, there wasn't much in the way of the, making it the, the no DQ and falls count anywhere portions. So uh, that's not a match that ever happened again. No. But, <laughs> um, but from there, I mean, we, we had uh, TLC matches. We had uh, just whatever you could think of pretty much we had. Yeah. But it, it, it all kind of made sense because it was, you know, building up that hype, building up that story. You know, they they weren't just random matches put together for no reason. There was a reason behind yeah, it. Really, People looked forward to the matches. But but also Slash is really good at like writing stories. You know, he loves his comic books and whatnot, and his, and his movies. So he's a really good he's storyline driven. And then just yeah. let the wrestlers go out there and tell that story. Hey, next month is this is what we're doing. Go out there and get us to there. You got it, dude. Um. I remember wrestling uh, Lockjaw and 
Taunt Lewis once, yeah. and I was like death sick a couple of for a couple of days before. Um, so we're gonna have this match, and I'm like, hey, whatever you do, be careful, because I was yakking my brains out yesterday. Um, so just be just be careful with me. Okay, okay, yeah, got, you know. And so we're wrestling. He had us both down, both of us down. Lockjaw, and I don't know how big the Lockjaw's three hundred something pounds. Yeah, yeah. So he he came up with that, and I looked up and said, "Nope," and I rolled out of the way. I though am a trooper, and I'm going to take it. So Lockjaw gives Zach Wright the body slam, gives me the body slam. So we're, you know, head to toe style, I believe. Um. And he goes like, and he starts running, and he jumps for this senton, and I went, oh no! And he lands right all over me. Just he would have barely touched you, but all over me. <laughs> and I, you think I'm white now? I was see through. I turned so pale, I was see through, and I just rolled out of the ring, and like I was fine. Except he just landed on me, but people thought I was just gonna barf everything up. <laughs> so that's yep. it. That was good times. Good old Lockjaw taking care, of, looking out for himself. Like the time in the other yard when he sidewalk slammed me through a chair after me telling him, and you could hear it on the tape. No, 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 no. It was a <laughs> shoot. He's saying, "Don't put me through that chair. It weighs more than I do." Yeah. So, that's so I, I wasn't really a fan of hardcore matches either, but I mean. If you want to slam me on a ladder, put me through a table, slam me on a chair, I'm okay with that. But if you want to like hit me in the head with barbed wire, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not okay with that because to me that's that's just nonsense. And I, I, yeah. no, I, I want my skin to stay where it's supposed to be. Yeah, I don't uh, like the idea of stuff going through my skin. Yeah, no. I mean, depending on who you are, yeah, you might possibly be able to hit me with a chair. Probably not in the head. If you want to hit me in the back, yeah, go for it. In the head, no, probably not. Yeah. So, uh, what other kind of matches do we get into? I'm I'm still thinking about the the old yard. Um, so we had that one. We had a few good, and then we got into that new yard, and then we got some more like new wrestlers. So we end up, you know, uh, G Money and Sebastian Knight end up being a team. Uh, Taunt Lewis and Donovan Andrews ended up being a tag team over there. Um, yeah, we, we actually wrestled them quite yes, a had, bit, didn't we? Yes, yeah, so we had some good matches with both of those teams as well. Um, my my memories mm-hmm. for this is just like, because this, this was like, I don't know if we told anybody, this was 15-ish years ago. So, yeah. you know, to yeah, be able to recall in, any of this is two, a, between an amazing 2000- feat. 2006 to 2009, we were there. Yeah, you know, I haven't wrestled personally for 11 years, so this is a this is a big big stretch for me to try to remember any of this. Yeah, uh, I mean, if you if you want me to tell a story or two that doesn't actually involve us, I got a good one inside my head. Okay, yeah, go for it. Uh, it was Lockjaw and Lockjaw and Mike Marquez. And Lockjaw puts Mike Marquez up on the top rope. And then he gives him <laughs> this German suplex where 
Marquez. And he kind of hooks himself. So he ends up, he's going to give like the himself into the tree of woe. You know, I so actually wanted to tell the story too. <laughs> so somehow he sits on, he's got him sitting on the top. I don't, I, I, and I cannot even tell you how this happened because I can't put it together in my head to where he could give the German suplex, but also get both his feet under the second rope, <laughs> throw that German and lean back. <laughs> and the ropes crossed each other like when Mick Foley got his head stuck, except that was in the middle of the ring where the ropes can flex and have that room. So Lockjaw's got his like, and he gives that German suplex, and Mike Marquez does the backflip, and he eats that German suplex. You know, and then all of a sudden you just hear Lockjaw yelling, I stack, I stack, I stack. <laughs> and you look, and somehow he's crossed over. With it at his ankles, and he's upside down. <laughs> he was saying it just little, like that, too. I stuck, I, I stuck. I stuck. And this little fellow was the referee. And he goes over there, and he's trying to lift up <laughs> Lockjaw and get him to sit. And I'm just, I'm just laughing. I don't want to go help him. It's funny. Let's see how he gets out of this. And other wrestlers are running over there and trying to help him. And Mike Marquez is still just laying in the middle of the ring trying to sell this. And he realizes what's going on. So now he's trying not to show that he's laughing. <laughs> and I still don't know how they got him out of there. But I Pretty still sure a couple people have finally went in there and got him out. But You just kind of had to lift him up and get him back to that sitting on the top turnbuckle position. But I still, to this day, will yell, I stock, I stock. Yeah, and if you guys ever hear us yelling, gangsta. Gangsta. Uh, that, that means you're going to jump off the rope and you just that, slip and completely eat shit. Yeah, instead of yelling botch, I'll yell gangsta. Because yep. this guy, gangsta the clown. That's what he called so, himself. And Guido aside from all. Jesus Cruz. This dude. So gangsta the clown. And he goes to the second, he climbs that first, that very bottom rope. And he kind of takes a deep breath, like, I'm going to do this. And he goes to the second rope. He takes another deep breath. And you think, okay, is he going to the top? Then he looks around, and he starts, like, bouncing. Like, he's, he's got to give himself a little prep. And he starts bouncing. And right when he goes to jump for the splash or whatever, that foot <laughs> kicks out. And he just face planted right into the mat. Like, his face was in the mat. For a long time, with all this face paint, and we so gangsta, gangsta. Oh, that was good stuff. Good so, stuff. With all these matches, getting back to this, with all these matches we had, um, along the, the way, we just kept meeting more people. Yeah, and man. eventually, we got a carpool going. Carpool. It was, yeah, it was me, Torch. Judas and a guy named TDO that somehow we started calling him to do. To do um, well, the same way, the same way Judas came up with Agua, TDO yeah, instead of calling probably. to do TDO to do. So yeah, it was to do. And at one point, see, th this might be us tooting our own horns again, but it is what it is. At one point, all of us had titles. 
Yeah. We were the tag champs. I think Judas, I, I can't remember. Probably light heavyweight to do yeah. was probably yeah. the heavyweight. And yeah. I even have a picture on my yeah. wall of all four of us standing there holding up the belts. Yeah, buddy. And then so and, and, not and, only and, were we the OG carpool, but we yeah. were the OG carpool that had all the gold all at once. Yeah, suck it, lizards van full of people. You're not the original carpool. We are. Yeah, you guys all, you, they almost all died anyway. So, <laughs> in Mike Marquez's van with the, <laughs> uh, with the unbuckling oh, no. buckle and open, random, randomly opening door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Some good times. We drive yeah, up right. out through uh, like Santanella. We'd stop. We have a pictures of us at the Casa de Fruta. Uh, we always drove past pe- Dinosaur Point. into the lake. Yeah, how many times did we pass Dinosaur Point? And I was like, we need to stop there. We finally stopped at this little spot called Dinosaur Point. And there was no dinosaurs. So what the F is the point? There, there was, was a train a and, and like some, some beheading things that we also have a picture yeah, it was of over the co- it was over the Casa de Fruta. Yeah, sometimes we swing by through there. Some of the headstocks, those are called headstocks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know. Car- carpool, some good times. Uh, oh, we get, we get amped up for these shows. We listen oh, to yeah. Avril Lavigne, Paramore, oh. Panic at oh. the Disco, Fall Out Boy. I guarantee on YouTube somewhere is still some videos of us singing karaoke. Yeah. And unfortunately, I'm, now that you mention that, I'll, uh, I might have to do something with those so we can just embarrass ourselves. Thanks for reminding me about those. Yeah. <laughs> we were singing, yeah, Panic at the Disco. We were singing some Cobra Starship, some Avril Lavigne, some, probably some Fallout Boy. Yeah, do we? We had, we had it going. I mean, what else? Oh, yeah. was that? An hour and a half, two hour drive. We had to entertain ourselves somehow. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, and, and we we weren't just like singing like oh uh, no we were we were 100 yeah. all out singing like oh if we rolled I down know. our windows everybody would be staring at us oh i know on that cobra starship song snakes on a plane from the movie snakes on a plane there's four parts we all picked a part and sang it <laughs> yeah we <laughs> We all did really good at embarrassing ourselves. And you know who has all those videos besides me? I, I think I have them. Judas has them. And they have thousands upon thousands of yeah. views. How the crap could we, you could post some and he could post some and his would have like a million more views. What the it's crap? Ju- it's Judas. He knows how to tag. And I, oh. I, I, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. But. Uh, for your guys' viewing pleasure, keep your eye out for the most embarrassing thing we've ever done in our lives. No, no, because we have those ones in the bedroom. <laughs> Not that. I'm well, singing. I'm at the. <laughs> see, see. Okay, so so you're the, the reason why for, my dad thought ones, we were gay, huh? Okay, okay, dad. it's you. Yeah, the ones, yeah. the ones for your dad. No, because we did some uh, singing in in, in just. In the bedroom as well. Maybe uh, that's what it was. He he heard us singing and didn't think that yeah. it was singing. We were just that bad that he thought Listen, we were doing something else. <laughs> if somebody singing is so bad, it sounds like they're badly fornicating. Maybe they should not be doing that either. Yeah. 
But you know, when, when you're that into it, you think, oh man, this is, I'm doing good. Yeah, this sounds good. <laughs> six hours of someone singing? Uh, please, uh, no. Uh, um, <laughs> so, um, let's bring it back. You know, we, uh, with the, the highlight of the night, doing our thing over at the Agua. And, uh, you know, like I said, I mean, how, I, we had to be three or four time tag champs in those three years. Right. Um, oh, yeah, and we, we had all kinds of matches, ladder matches, TLC matches. Yeah. We had feuds. I mean, everything we did had a, had a reason to it. They weren't just like random put together matches. We tried to make the best out of what we had. And, you know, we, we, we did feuds with tag teams. We didn't, like I said, we didn't just have matches. So, yeah, you know, we, it, it was good. It was fun. But comes a point when, and that we weren't being a tag team every single show. There was times we did singles matches, but there came the time that was like, man, how many times can we hold these tag titles? You know? Yeah. We, and at the same the time, we were the highlight of the night. Right. Yeah. So, so we thought we were the best tag team there. I mean, we were apparently because, you know, here's the titles and then we kept getting them. So everybody wanted to wrestle us. We thought we were the big stuff and I never thought you know, I was big stuff. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we yeah. took on any tag team, any matches. I mean, we, we proved ourselves as far as, you know, the backyard wrestling goes. Um, yeah, as far as backyard so wrestling in San Jose goes, we were we started the, feuding. The yeah, we started feuding with a tag team with Sebastian Knight and G Money. G Money. We had to have gone back and forth with them a couple of times. Yeah, I mean, when, yeah, what's it? Chris, Chris Cardenas and Donovan Andrews. We wrestled. We were in uh, uh, Iron Man Medieval Survivor Series team. You know. Uh, well, I'm. I can't even. I mean, we. There were we ended up wrestling, but there comes the time when you're like. I mean, the the, the singles titles. I think uh, Slash had brought in like a light heavyweight title, and I was like, "Well, that sounds nice, right?" Um. So, so we decided to uh, open our big mouths and say, "Hey, you know what?" Yeah. Whatever stipulation you want to put on us, we'll take it. We'll win because that's that's just what we do. That's what so, we do. Although we probably didn't say that too much because our promos were terrible. Oh yeah, the, the, our promos consisted of me talking and you standing there, just kind of hey, repeating every couple words I said. They they were they were eighties promos where you talked and I just flexed my muscles. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I got a couple of those. Um, Please don't uh, do anything with those. I swear to God, if I see what, those, someone's getting strangled. If, okay, well, it won't be me. I'm two states away. So ha, I have one in particular I'm that I'm visit. thinking of. No. I have, I have one don't. in particular I'm thinking Please of. Don't. I got a couple of little, little promos we did to put together. But Please anyways, um, so any stipulation, doesn't matter what it is. And so they came up with a stipulation. Hey, we win. Um, you know, you guys can no longer tag this highlight of the night. You guys' tag team is done. So we're like, hey, you know what? Whatever. <clears throat> we got this. Yeah. yeah, they had they had to be the champions at that time. G-Money, Sebastian Knight. Because, you know, we want those titles again. We're the best tag team. 
And they were like, okay, well, then prove it. Be the best tag team or don't be a tag team at all. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. And so we said, hold on, we're going to have to think about this. And we got a good old football huddle with you, me, and Dupree. (laughs) 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 What the Owen Wilson movie just popped my head. You, me, and Dupree. (laughs) Wow. Yep. (laughs) So you, me, and Dupree huddled (laughs) up, and we were like, uh, what do you think, Owen Wilson? And he was like, wow. Wow. (laughs) And so uh, we said, you know what? You're on. If we win, we're the champs. We lose, you'll never see the highlight of the night at the UGWA again. And everybody went, ooh. And by everybody, I mean all the other wrestlers, because that's the only people we ever wrestled in front of. Well, still, it was a big deal. I mean, we've been we've been teaming like three what, years, that point, three years, two and, a half, two and a half, two and a half, three, two and a half years probably. And and for those of you that don't wrestle, when you tag team, you don't just tag team. You, you travel together. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much that way anywhere. You get teamed up with someone, you're going to spend a lot of time with them. Especially That's how you build that ring chemistry. Especially when you're spending six hours in the backyard doing tag team moves. We had some pretty gangster tag team moves, too. Oh, yeah. I wish I could rehash, but I don't have a good partner. So when I tagged with, for that when match I tagged with came. Virgil, I couldn't be the big guy. So the day for that match came. And the one big thing I remember about that match was I believe it was G Money. Correct me if I'm, it was either G Money or you, but I I want to say it was G Money. Uh huh. He he got one of us down on the ground on the outside of the ring. Uh huh. He said G-Money. I want to do a, I want to do a swanton bomb. Just move out of the way. I'm just gonna yeah. swanton right onto the ground. That 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 was something else. That that's the yeah. one thing I remember about that match for some reason. Here's what it I remember. Just, because I remember, this is a Ugwa has like a low ring, so it's not like it was ten feet in the air. It's a low ring, but still, it's still he was playing on a, that that rubber mat had been on that ground for two years, so it wasn't exactly soft to land on. Nope. And yeah, I remember, I, w- I was in the ring, and he went to the top, and he and he rolled out of the way, and he just thud. And then I hopped on the apron, which is only like a foot and a half off the ground. And I hit like a twisting moonsault, which I do not know the physics of anymore. Hit a twisting moonsault, clean, bam. As I got up to my knees from there, Sebastian Knight caught me with a running boot to the side of the face. And I was like, yeah. And like looking back, I was like, we didn't call any of that. But man, was that a great sequence. Oh, yeah, it was. And then G-Money comes off the top rope, bam, no one home. Oh, my God. I that think was... that's also the match that I said to Sebastian Knight, hey, I'm going to go for the dive over the top rope onto you, but I want you to sidestep it so I just eat the ground. Because I was like, because if anybody, if there was any character that's just going to look up and go, nope, it was going to be Sebastian Knight. And I oh, don't. Yeah, one of those just. Just and I like, like Samoa that. Joe, yeah, like yeah. Samoa Joe, just step right out of the way. Like, I like what are you thinking? You think cleared, I'm just gonna stand here? Yeah, I basically cleared that rubber mat and landed like right in the the gravel that was right there. Nice. Like, I think maybe my shoulders hit the mat, 
but my whole body just hit that gravel and I was like, ooh, overshot it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I remember from that. And then uh I don't even Do know you what you remember the, the ending. I don't remember the finish of the match. I know it's recorded somewhere where I I don't have access to MySpace. I, I don't have any of my old videos. I don't know what happened. I have a handful of discs. But I don't know if they'll work on my computer because they're from like an old program. And I don't know how uh, technology works. So I don't know if they're still compatible with these new programs. But it also well, could have been that it was saved from whatever editing style program you had. Like saved just from a Windows file, but I have a bunch of DVDs. Some of them might be DVDs that'll work from the DVD R that'll go into your DVD player. Some of them might just be files straight from the computer onto these discs. I'll have to look into that. But somewhere sure, that match is somewhere. Yeah, so if we find that match, we figure out a way to upload it. We will upload it for you guys to see. At least but, some highlights. At least some uh, highlights of the night. Long story short. Uh, we we our mouths were too big for us, and we we wound up losing. And the highlight mm. of the night was no more. No and more highlight of the night. That's all we got time for today, everybody. Now I know last time we uh we we, we botched the ending. Um, I, yeah, we so didn't I wrote, really. I wrote everything down somewhere so that we can. Uh, Okay, here, here we Would go. Would you look at go. that? Here we go, here we go. Wrote it down. And, and that's all we got time for today, if you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But seriously, guys, that's all we have time for today. Uh, if you actually want to be a guest or if you have any questions for us, hit us up on our Facebook. I think it was at the TV pod. So at the TV pod. Let's go on that Facebook. Hit us up. You want to be a guest? Let us know. We'll see what we can do. If you got any questions, hit us up. Ask us questions. If you have a, a topic you guys might want us to cover, let us know, and we'll try to get to it. But in the meantime, you know, if you want to hit me up personally on Facebook, um, Jeremiah Zachariah is my name on there. Just let me know um, where you're coming from. Hey, you know, I heard you on the podcast. That way I'll know where you came from. And I got another Instagram, Accio Potter guy. But more importantly, I have my YouTube. I'm really big into Harry Potter and everything. So I go to the YouTube, type in Accio Potter guy, click that subscribe button, watch all my videos. And then my other 50% of the host, he's got his social medias. Yeah, can you spell out Accio Potter guy for us? Because uh, I mean, I follow your uh, Instagram and I follow your YouTube but I'm pretty sure I just clicked a link and then subscribe. I watch all your videos, by the way. I'm a good homie. Uh, yeah, no problem. I, I, I'll plug uh, Terminal Velocity again, too. That's So it's the TV POD. T-H-E TV POD. Easy enough. Accio Potter Guy. A-C-C-I-O P-O-T-T-E-R-G-U-I. All one word. And you'll find some amazing content over there. Yeah, he unboxes stuff. Oh, and yeah. uh, unboxings. I mean, I've got Horcruxes. I've got, you know, just just anything Harry Potter related. I unbox it, I review it, and I explore it. So if you're into that stuff, go give that a follow. All right, now I have a Facebook, 
facebook.com slash torch meets world as in my last name torch and then meets as in hello and then world as in the globe uh torch meets world <laughs> find uh my youtube page which uh i should probably be adding more matches to but i'm not good at technology and i don't have internet at home because i'm 78 but you can find my youtube uh dot com slash torch meets world that's torch as in my last name <laughs> meets as in hello, hello. <laughs> world as in the globe <laughs> you can also find my instagram at torch meets world that i'm no that's torch meets world on the instagram as well and you can find my twitter at big d underscore big t o r c h d torch d underscore torch so that's youtube that's instagram that's Facebook at Torch Meets World. That's uh, Twitter at D underscore Torch. Every time you see a big D, it just reminds me of, of Dudley. Uh, oh. Dudley Durs- Dursley. I thought of Big D. Remember the guy we wrestled with up at LCW? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Big D. Anyway. Once we get our uh, Terminal Velocity podcast page going, uh, we will be putting all of our social media links in there. Uh, we'll still plug them on here, but then you could also go there if you forget how to spell something or if you just forgot everything right away, which I do 99% of the time. So until next time, everybody, that is a wrap-up of the second episode. Hope to see you on episode three.